You're listening to The Happy Hour with Nick Sainert and Enrique alvarez Clary on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back to the happy hour, 93.7 The Ticket, theticketfm.com. I am Rico, joined by Austin, and we are going to get back to football. There's a, a couple of things coming out of the presser today. I'm just scrolling through Twitter trying to find some more of them, but I want to play a game with Austin. Okay. I got this from Fox College Football. Mm-hmm. Starting quarterbacks for these NFL playoff teams and where they went to college. Woo! I want to see... Fired up. How well Austin knows his NFL quarterbacks and their college choices. Okay. I told him before, it should be pretty simple. There's one that he might not get, but other than that, the rest are pretty self-explanatory. All right. Starting in the NFC. Okay. San Francisco, Brock Purdy. He went to Iowa State. Congratulations. Um, uh, Tampa Bay, Tom Brady. Michigan. Of course. Seattle, Geno Smith. He was a West Virginia product. There you go. That was a great team. That was so fun. good. Got Not great. It was a fun team. It's a really good, really fun team. Yes, yeah, so a very one fun loss team. away from playing from national title. Cowboys, Dak Prescott. He went to Mississippi State. There you go. Um, Did you know they I, weren't they the first number one team in the college football playoff rankings, or is that the year later? Um, I think you're right. Was that fourteen or fifteen that they reached number I one? I think they were. I think that was fourteen. They reached number one. I, I think Jack they Prescott's, were the first yeah. number one. It was very impressive, and then they fell off the face of the earth. Uh, Minnesota, Kirk Cousins. Uh, Kirk Cousins went to Michigan State. New York, Daniel Jones. Duke. Uh, nope, that's AFC. Uh, Eagles, Jalen Hurts. Which one? Went to Bama, finished Oklahoma. They're going with the one they finished at. Okay. All right, AFC. Bills, Josh Allen. Wyoming. Got handed back an interception ball from Nate Gary. That was hilarious. (laughs) Good time. Okay, this is the one that I think you might struggle with. Maybe. Uh, Because I didn't know this. Baltimore, Tyler Huntley. Tyler Huntley. I want to say Utah. You are right. I did not know he went to Utah. I did not know he went to Utah. Um, Da-da-da-da-da. Cincinnati, I forgot the city. Cincinnati, Joe Burrow. <laughs> uh, Joe Burrow began at Ohio State, did not go to Nebraska, finished at LSU. You didn't have to throw the middle part in there. Um, <laughs> Miami, Skylar Thompson. Oh, Kansas State. I was going to say, the, you're not going to get this one? No, uh, Charge, Chargers, Justin Herbert. Oregon. Uh, Jacksonville, Trevor Lawrence. Clemson. Kansas City. Pew, 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 pew. Texas Tech. I don't have to say his name. We all know. Hey, Congratulations. I you did got it. it. You got it all. Yay. I wasn't sure if that was going to be hard or not. It was just fun. It was a fun game. So it turns should out. Should I play it with Strick? I think you should. Okay. I feel mm, he might not get some of these. We'll play with Strick. There's only one not Power 5 team. Yeah. Shout out to Josh Allen, Wyoming. Mm-hmm. Mm. Good job, Josh. Like, that was like, he was like, you he was overcame like, Laramie. I did not think that he was going to be I, a lot of people probably didn't except for buffalo didn't think he was going to be that good when they were talking about taking him uh when he was going to go number one overall and i was like no why are you going to do that i was like the dude dude has a strong arm but he's not accurate and it kind of showed his first year in buffalo like again strong arm not that accurate and then he got better <laughs> a huge credit to ken dorsey for that the quarterbacks coach Goodness in buffalo gracious. because 
Josh Allen was the football equivalent of that 6'8 wing who can jump out of the building, plays lockdown defense, can dribble. The only thing he can't do is shoot. That's what Josh Allen was as a quarterback, mm-hmm. you know, prospect. The one thing he struggled with was getting the ball to his receiver. He can throw it past his receiver. He can throw it through his receiver. But actually getting it to the receiver was the issue with Throw it through his receiver's chest. He could. The dude put everything on every ball. Yeah. Now he's got every time. Now he's got touch. Yes. And Huge credit to gorgeous. Ken Dorsey for that. I mean, again, that's beautiful. coaching. Josh Allen is a product of his coaching. Obviously physically talented. Raf says Dable. Brian Dable. Dable. Yeah, think- Dable was the OC, but Dorsey was the QB's coach. Yeah. Whatever, Raf. We get it. You know football. He knows. Look, if you, <laughs> you have, know more football in your pinky than I look, do, my if entire If you life. have any football questions about really anything, Raf's the guy to go to. Like Smart he's dude. he's just mm, perfect right there. Uh, Don says no bagel boy characteristics to Austin at all. Bagel boy is what uh, everybody calls simple. Ah, because he, he gives them away. Because he gives out bagels. Yeah. He's, he's not very. <laughs> he's sometimes he's really good at shut up simple. Sometimes he's very bad. Uh, but going back to what I was saying, the presser today between um, Nebraska assistant coaches Evan Cooper and EJ Barthel. Barthel, I believe so. I'm saying Barthel until I'm told not to. I'm going to say Barthel uh, the same. Um, between Evan Cooper and EJ Barthel and the media is going on and getting some some quotes out of that. Evan Cooper said he and wide receivers coach Garrett McGuire, again, the 23-year-old that everybody's freaking out about, uh, both get up at 4.30 in the morning and work out together. Said there will definitely be some chirping between them, but also called McGuire, quote, one of the smartest guys he knows. Okay. I mean, that's got to be something, right? I mean, I understand. I like smart guys. Now, I understand. I understand. He was a quarterback. He was a backup quarterback. Didn't play at Baylor for Matt Rule. And then he just gets a job in Carolina when Matt Rule goes to take the Carolina job. And now he's a wide receivers coach. And people are freaking out about a guy who's never played the position coaching wide receivers. But you got to think. I feel like that happens a decent amount around football. Where a guy who, who, who... didn't play the position exactly, but, you know, knows the position because of where they played. Or, I mean, even, you know, an offensive guy coaching defense. Like, if you're an offensive guy, you have to know what the defense is doing to, to get your offense to succeed. If you're a defensive guy, you got to know what the offense is doing to get your defense to succeed. So I feel like there's a lot of crossover going on between there, and you shouldn't freak out just because he didn't play the position and, or the fact that he's he's this young. Again, everybody has to start somewhere. I mean, I understand that some people don't want him to start – as a wide receivers coach at Nebraska. I think it's the at Nebraska part. But, you know, if he started somewhere else for two years and then came to Nebraska and he was 25, would we still have this? If he was it's the if he was successful wherever right. he was for two years and then came to Nebraska, would not would that be a problem? Qdoba guy, was it Mickey Joseph, who's one of the better wide receiver coaches in the nation? He was a quarterback. Even Nebraska's current head coach and Matt Rule was a linebacker in college, and what are we, you know, hailing him for knowing? Line play. Mm-hmm. Didn't play on the line. He nope. played linebacker. It's okay. Guys can learn. Now, granted, I am still a little sketched out by it because I don't think that Nebraska's in a position where, uh, again, all this being said, I give Matt Rule benefit of the doubt until he proves he doesn't deserve it. I'm willing to give Garrett McGuire a chance because Matt Rule's giving him a chance. Mm-hmm. This hire from Trev Alberts, was probably the most important in football program history moving forward. So it feels a little risky of Matt Rule to give a 23, soon-to-be 24-year-old guy his first head coaching or his first assistant coaching job without you know, a whole lot of grad assistant work behind mm-hmm. the scenes. Well, he worked two years with Carolina doing something. Something. Again, it feels riskier than I would like, 
but I'm willing to give it a shot because I think that's what Matt Rule deserves. I mean, look, and I've said this multiple times, and I'm sure everybody's tired of hearing it. You look at what he did at Temple. You look at what he did at Baylor, the people that he hired, and where they're at now. He seems like he has an eye for coaching talent. They go places, starting a tree. So, I again, until proven wrong, I'm going to trust this um, with a part of my heart. <laughs> I'll trust it for, for a little bit. We'll see exactly where it goes during the season. But for right now, I think they've made some solid hires, and I'm really excited about it. EJ Bar- Barthel, uh, extremely excited about Nebraska and uh, being the original running back you, as you mentioned, played some fullback. He's really excited to get get with some of the guys uh, in that room. And Evan Cooper is very pleased with what he has in the room. He calls himself a film junkie and thinks they have a good mix of veterans and young guys coming back. And he thinks... There are some NFL-caliber DBs on this roster. I don't think he's wrong. I think Quint Newsom's one of them. A little surprised he's back. Happy that he's back. Mm-hmm. Need to see him make more plays on the ball. Had a lot of PBUs. Uh, didn't hear his name a lot, and I think that's the mark of a good corner. But let's start impacting a game. I think that's the next step for Quint Newsom. But either way, should be an NFL guy. Well, he's, he didn't get thrown to... All that much this season. I yeah. understand once once they made the change from Tommy when they moved Tommy Hill to the offensive side and they started um, Hartzog. Hartzog, he got targeted a lot mm-hmm. due to two things. He's a true freshman and he's five seven. Yes, everybody was targeting him, mm-hmm. and and he, he did a up. he did a pretty damn good job holding his own over there. Quint Newsom didn't see a lot of balls thrown his way. Maybe he'll see more this this coming season, but. I agree with you. I think he's a really good corner. Just needs to impact the game a little more. Quint Newsom's up there. Hopefully Marquise Buford comes back healthy. He yes. was playing some really good football by the end of the year. Curious to see what Miles Farmer's future holds. I think he's got some ball tracking ability. I think he's a good enough hitter. Is he fast enough? He reminds me of, I'm not naming any naming any names. He reminds me of a playmaker at the safety position. He He's a guy who is going to get some interceptions, going to swat some passes away. But in terms of coming up into the box and stopping the run, it's still a little questionable. Mm-hmm. He made some big tackles. You know, when he'd come up, he had some tackles for losses. But in terms of, of you know, big hits and stopping the run, you know, for, for a couple-yard gain and actually running into the box and making that play, still a little questionable. But in terms of, of uh, breaking up passes, getting interceptions, and being that, that center fielder back there, I think he's fantastic at that. Absolutely. On, on the other cornerback side, obviously wildly different situations. Is there a Lamar Jackson jump in Braxton Clark? Mm. His last year on campus. Lamar Jackson was an all-world athlete coming mm-hmm. into Nebraska. Braxton Clark is similar stature. Again, that's an NFL size dude right there. Yeah. Does he have NFL traits and ability? Haven't seen it yet, but is there a leap in Braxton Clark. That's something I'm watching. I think with the, you know, third, you know, going with the 335 or the 425 whatever that secondary if he takes that leap, he'll definitely be one of the five and I think he can impact a game. He, again, I I think he's like you just said supremely talented. He was going to be a starter a couple years ago before he got injured and then just kind of hasn't come back into form. Hopefully he takes that leap and is able to step back into the into the role of of, a, of an impact defensive back for Nebraska because I mean they're they're gonna need his size especially with if you're gonna keep Hartzog out there on that on the edge. Uh huh. Corey Collier is another one to watch transfer. Corey Collier. Oh yeah, the one from Florida. Florida. Yep. 
they got there's so many names. There's so many names. It's gonna be the defense. The defense is gonna have so many new names. The offense is the same, but new new yeah, spots. Just, yeah, new, new new names and new spots. I don't know. It's gonna be really interesting, and it's gonna take a little bit of of learning to get everybody's names and numbers um, just fused together in my mind because it's gonna be. Really fun with all the transfers they're bringing in. But that's going to do it for the second hour. We've got the crossover with the on the block on the block guys. I think Strix here. I thought I saw him. I'm not 100% sure, though. Uh, might just be me and Austin for another segment. But you're listening to Happy Hour 93.7 The Ticket. Download our app by searching 93.7 The Ticket in your app store to stay in touch and listen all day long wherever you are. More of the Happy Hour is next on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.